The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Welcome to another special county final edition of the Big Red Bench Ladies Football Podcast. In this episode, we preview both this weekend's County Junior B and Junior C finals. First up is a West Cork derby between old rivals Castlehaven and O'Donovan Rossa, who meet in the County Junior B decider at Dunmanway on Saturday afternoon. Castlehaven will begin as favourites, having already defeated O'Donovan Rossa in the early stages of the competition. So coming up the field scoring now, which we hadn't before, you know, so it's great to see, you know, we're definitely up for a big challenge now in the final, you know. Despite their underdog tag, O'Donovan Rossa will take on the Haven, anxious to cause an upset in what has the potential to be an entertaining encounter. Yeah, that's the biggest Ronaldo campaign has been done. They've set the bar for everyone, I'd say. And also, definitely, look, we're hoping we've closed the gap and we'll see how things go like. Also on Saturday, Nemo Rangers and Carrigaline meet in the Junior C County final at Ballygarvan. Led by Cork inter-county forward and Cork City striker Saoirse Noonan, Nemo are looking to continue their terrific championship run of recent years and eager to move up another grade. Castlehaven and Skibbereen are no strangers to one another in GAA circles and ladies football is no different. Recent meetings have delivered quality matchups and some memorable crowd-pleasing moments. Those epic 2018 County Junior C final drawn and replayed encounters, eventually won by O'Donovan Rossa, are still fresh in the memory. Ahead of this year's Junior B showdown, I caught up with Castlehaven manager Denny Callan. Denny, it's the week of a county final for Castlehaven. A lot of excitement, obviously, in your own club, but also not too far away in Skibbereen as well. It's a local derby, a lot going on, but how are preparations going for you and the squad? Yeah, preparations are all very good. Um... I suppose we we um went to the final there um last Sunday and had a good win in it and we had a few good challenge games coming up to that, like we've been playing intermediate teams, uh we played uh Clara Kilty there who won the intermediate final and um we played Bantry there as well who are another very strong intermediate team and had two good games against them. So preparations gone good and no injuries, thank God. So everything going well. You've had a really good year, Denny. I mean, obviously, you've won all your games in the championship thus far, but how difficult was it with COVID, or was it difficult, the fact that you had access to your entire panel for the time, for the duration of the championship? Has that been a big help? Um, I suppose, look, we're, we're training hard. We, did, we had our winter training then, I suppose. And when the COVID things acted in, in fairness to the guys, like they all came together and we did Zoom sessions and uh, it worked very well. Um, and they were all around God, and like, like I still a bit apprehensive, I suppose, at the end of COVID, when things started to open up, to see what girls would come back, because look, everyone has different, different uh, circumstances at home, you know, but um, in fairness, everyone's around to go, and you know, things have gone very well since, you know, so... Um, scoring has not been a problem for you. Your forwards are firing this year, but you've had pretty tough challenges, both in the semi-final and also against the team you're meeting in the final, O'Donovan Rossa. Yeah, um, I suppose the big thing this year is that the the um, scoring has been spread out. You know, like we were looking at there the other night, and we're kind of averaging seven, eight different scores in every game, which is great. Whereas before, maybe you were counting on one or two players, you know. But um, it's brilliant to see um, 
the all the different girls scoring now, and even the backs are coming up the field scoring now, which we hadn't before, you know. So it's it's great to see, you know. But we're definitely up for a, a big challenge now in the final era. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, you know each other inside out and you've met on so many occasions over the last couple of years, always produced entertaining games, always. Unfortunately, this time around, there won't be the crowd to generate the atmosphere that's been at previous matches, but your players seem to be coping well without the crowd uh, and have adapted. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I have to get used to it now, you know. Um, look, it's just something we have to get on with. Um, you know, you'd, you'd miss down the quarters there and the banter outside the wire, you know. But look, that's just the way it is, and so we have to get on with it, and the girls have to get used to it, so it's all going good, you know. No, you've beaten Bishopstown, you've beaten uh, a seasoned Middleton team, and then, of course, you had your game with O'Donovan Rossa. But you've obviously seen a gradual improvement since the start of the season. But was there a moment when you realised just on the sideline, yeah, this could be our year, as in getting to a final, or has it just been a gradual progression for you and the team? I think it was a gradual progression. You know, like as I said, I suppose what helped us there is the, is the, the challenge games. We're, we're kind of putting ourselves up against... Um, Good opposition, you know, very good opposition there. Like as I said, Khan would be a very good team at Bantry, very good team. And we played um, Donnie's in, in, in the challenge as well. Like, so they're getting games down to the girls, you know, because you're playing, you're playing very good opposition. And look, on the results, it doesn't make a difference what way it goes. It's the experience they're getting from them games, you know, which is helping us, helping us a lot, you know. Yeah, and it's crucial coming up to a final that you have the opportunity to keep the players ticking over and there's nothing better than that than those games rather than just training sessions. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it actually worked out very good this year because it's, what, I suppose it's what is it, seven, eight-week time limit for to play out the championship. So you're nearly playing every second weekend, if not every weekend, you know, and you're doing your few training sessions now, you have a two-week break between the semi-final and the final. But... I think it works out very good for teams that you're in a lot of games in and when you haven't a championship game then you try and get a challenge game in so like a game is probably better than what team training sessions you know and just finally Denny I mean obviously winning a county championship would be fantastic for these girls they're getting used to winning and becoming a successful team but you look at Valley Rovers and you look at Clannacilty in the last couple of weeks, West Cork going on the A final as well this weekend coming. I mean, the opportunity to to go up to Junior A, how important, aside from winning a county, how important is it that you're competing at Junior A level next year? Uh, very important, yeah. Like you're up against good teams there. Like you've, you've Douglas there and Donnie's there and all very good, you know. So you're putting yourself up against very good opposition. That's where you want to be, you know. Like you, you, want, to, you want to get up there and and played in type of teams. That's, that's what, 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 what we're hoping for. You know? O'Donovan Ross's campaign has been hampered by the loss of inter-county star player Laura O'Mahony to injury. Yet, a talented squad rallied to finish second in this year's Junior B qualifying stages behind Castlehaven. That set up a last four meeting with Watergrass Hill, which O'Donovan Ross have won 3-13 to 10 there's little doubt that the Skibbereen Club will be underdogs on Saturday, but that won't deter manager Derek Tobin or his young panel from attempting to upset the odds. So it's a county final this weekend, uh, an all-West Cork affair between Castlehaven and O'Donovan Rossa. And O'Donovan Rossa manager uh, Derek is with us on the line. Derek, uh, you know each other quite well. There's no real surprises here. But this time around, uh, is it fair to say O'Donovan Rossa are going in as underdogs against Castlehaven? Yeah, I would think so. In fairness, look, I say, after a big great, 
Det er i hvert fald virkelig Ronhagen-kampagne, som vi har gjort, det er sættet hver for øvrigt, altså. Det er også definitivt, at vi håber, at vi får os i gaffet, hvis vi ser, hvor det går, ikke? Yeah, you didn't play particularly badly against them, Derek, in the group match. I mean, you were, as I recall, you were pretty close to them at halftime. It was just they pulled away in the second half. Yeah, I suppose, look, we learned a bit from the sports kind of thing. And in fairness, look, their, um, their experience players really stood up in the second half kind of thing. And, you know, they drove on from there. So that, you know, like we'll have to see what it's going, but hopefully we'll, we'll give it a go anyway and see how it happens. Um, can I ask you about Laura O'Mahony, the Cork Intercounty player? Obviously, she's a long-term injury She's a huge loss, um, but you've had to you've had to compensate for her loss and just rejig the team this year. Yeah, definitely. Look, I mean, uh, Laura Laura's been brilliant over the last couple of years and stuff. So that you know, and uh, she brings she brings an aspect to it. Like our our team is is a very young team, pending. Like I suppose we've only two girls over actually there in under twenty at the minute, two or three girls kind of thing. So that you know, Laura brings a wealth of experience to the team, pending, and just you know, it's it's, it's definitely lost with her pending, but. We'll have to, you know, we move things around a bit and see how it goes now and yeah. Indeed, but like local derbies, as you know, in finals are strange things and strange things happen, unexpected things happen. I mean, because you've got such a good knowledge of Castlehaven, as good as they've been this year, you do have that kind of, I do think you've got a fighting chance considering how often you've seen them and played each other over the last couple of years. Uh, definitely, look, we're, just, I mean, we're definitely going to give it a go, you know, like that kind of thing. I mean, um, like the, the I suppose that works both ways kind of thing, like you know, they they know a lot about us and stuff as well kind of thing, so that um you know, like I suppose and like any local derbies there all year you just don't know kind of thing, but we'll um like in fairness it's it's a great sign for West Car football even to like they said after the West Car ladies winning winning there at the weekend, they were saying about, you know, Valley's winning the junior one and ourselves and Castleven and Junior Two final. I mean it speaks massive for West Car football at the minute. Indeed, it does. A Clonakilty winning intermediate on top yeah, of that as well. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Clonakilty intermediate. That's okay. But you're right. You're right to um to point to that kind of success this year because I suppose it must have been a very difficult year, just like it has been for every other club, Derek. You know, amid COVID, before COVID, after COVID, you probably didn't know where you, whether you were coming or going until you got those first couple of games under the belt. Oh, sure, definitely. Like, and I mean, like before COVID, we, we, I suppose early in the year, we had a, bit of, a good bit of work done in fairness, and we got our first game against the league game against Bishon underway the first, um, I suppose, the week before lockdown, maybe kind of thing. And I played quite well in that kind of thing and stuff, and we were kind of building that. So, like, after COVID, then it was hard to kind of, I suppose, look, I suppose the first couple of weeks we tried to tip away the girls, and we would work themselves, you know, just with the fitness stuff and things like that. But as things were going on and things were getting worse, I suppose, like, you know, our boys realistically kind of thing we, none of us kind of like I suppose in, in the eyes of it none of us kind of thought to be any football for the year so it was great to get back back ending but like the same as everyone else and it was only just it was very hard to get to know you kind of had to get going from the world going in and stuff and like our league and our, our own group didn't like we, we two games that didn't play for us and stuff kind of thing which was disappointing because you know our system at, at this stage it's, it's all about getting game time too kind of thing so that you know, not to get the morning I'll be in the, the Bishon game is unfortunate like anything but that's, that's the way it goes and just finally Derek I mean with such a young squad and such a young team as you've mentioned and the age profile of the team this is bonus territory to be in a county final uh, maybe a little ahead of schedule for the for, for the transition of this squad but it's an opportunity and the experience win, lose or draw will stand to these players in the coming years oh yeah definitely definitely you know and um, like um I suppose 
in all fairness, like the girls have learned a lot and stuff from coming up and stuff. And look, there's a couple of older girls there, and Lisa was involved with Cork and Sharon and stuff. And you know, they've learned a lot from that as well, kind of thing. So, I mean, you know, like, and the younger girls are still have, you know, they've, they've been very competitive under age level. So, that, you know, we still have a very, very good side. There's no question about it, like, you know, kind of thing. So, that, and, um, you know, like, in fairness, to give the girls their credit, the, the, the honesty and work rate out of them is, 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 is exceptional all the time. Like, you, you know, everything you give them, everything you ask them to do, they do feel like anything. So, you know, you can't ask for any more than that, really, kind of thing. But, like, look, in fairness, I, I'm hoping to give the girls can give a really good go at the weekend and, and we'll see where we are, wherever we are, basically, kind of thing. And, like, like you say, look, you, like, at the end of the day, look, I suppose, same as Cass Leibniz and ourselves, like, we're all, we're all clubs that are kind of new to the, new to the, they had to set up like kind of thing and stuff and are trying to get our way up through the grades so kind of thing so it's great to be to be there there both again and see where we're at really This Saturday also sees the Cork LGFA Junior C County Final taking place in Ballygarvan Nemo Rangers will face off against Carrigaline for the trophy Rangers have been in imperious form all year accounting for St Peter's Aaron's own and this weekend's County Final opponents Carrigaline during the group stages of the competition a convincing semi-final victory over Mallow has Noel Toomey's squad in good spirits ahead of the final. It's county final week for Nemo Rangers, Noel Toomey. I would imagine there's a, quite a lot of excitement, but uh, a quite determination as well within the camp. Oh yes, most definitely. The girls are looking forward to um, the third county final in a row. But having that said, they're under no illusion the task that uh, faces them um, in Carrigaline. Yeah, you've had a good run uh, this year in the group stages where you came across Carrigaline as well. We did. Uh, we had Peters, uh, St. Peters there. They'd be uh, Rock Chapel area with Carrigaline and we had Aaron's own. Uh, Carrigaline, Aaron's own were really tough games. Um, the Carrigaline game, um, we were down at the last water break, down by about three points, if I recall rightly. And uh, it was only the last quarter, really, that we, we, um, we got it over the line. It was a very, very tough game and We'd be expecting the uh, the same on uh, on Saturday afternoon. There'd be nothing really in this really with the team that um, wants it most. Uh, we'll come away with it with the spies, and I wouldn't expect any more than a kick up on the game, really. Yeah, that's been the kind of tale of the championships this year, not just the grade, your own grade, Noel. But what have you thought of the overall grade or the quality of the grade this year that you've played in? Yeah, well, to be fair, to be fair to the ball, I think you know they've um, they, they've divided the, the clubs up very evenly. Um, and uh, to be fair, there's been no team um, have uh, have beaten any other team by any great amount. You know, they've been or a game with Aaron's one was quite tight, uh, and Carrigaline was a tough game. Mallow was a tough game um, in the semi-final. Uh, Peters were probably uh, a bit less prepared uh, than the other teams. Uh, but other than that, I think it's been a very good competition, and the board is well credit the way they've set out the grades. You know. Am I correct in assuming Sir Noonan is expected to play some role in Sunday's fi- Saturday's final? Oh, she would, of course, yeah. I mean, Sir would be very committed to the club. Uh, she's been uh, all of herself and her family, uh, our club people, all their lives. And uh, with, um, with uh, I suppose, the upside of COVID uh, is that Sir has been um, available to us uh, more this year, really, than earlier, year, as you know, the cock ladies. Uh, haven't uh, regrouped as such yet uh, so Cheryl's uh, training was full time and available for us and she's a great asset to the club you know? From a coaching point of view Noel it's been a kind of a common theme that we've been asking in the lead up to county finals but I assume you're a fan of the club and county sections or championships being completely separate 
Oh, most definitely, yeah. I mean, um, we have players now that are available to us. Jersey's available to us. Um, Isabel O'Regan, who plays Hockmogi uh, with Mally Garvin, but uh, she's involved in the uh, the Cork uh, Camogie setup. Um, she's been available to us. So uh, the fact that, um, you know, the, 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 the county players are back in their clubs, training for clubs, you just said we see more of them. And, you know, they break up the level of training, they break up the intensity of the training, and then, um, you know, it's much easier for them to uh, slam into games than when they're training with us on a regular basis. And just finally, Noel, obviously heading into the final, you've met Carrigline before, you've each had a good look at each other, and as you said, there shouldn't be too much in it come the final whistle, but you'll be hoping your greater um, scoring threat and a bit more experience in the squad might get you over the line on the day? Well, that would be the hope, you know, um, but Carrigline are a very um, athletic team, a very young team, a uh, very fit team. Uh, we have a blend uh, of views and experience uh, and we'd be hoping that would be enough uh, to carry us over. That's it for another Ladies Football Podcast. Good luck to all the clubs competing in this weekend's county finals. Remember, subscribe to The Big Red Bench on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can also listen online at redextra.ie. Don't forget to tune into the Big Red Bench with Rory O'Hagan, Colm O'Sullivan, and guests between 6 and 7 pm every Saturday and Sunday. Follow the Big Red Bench across all our social media channels, as well as visiting our official website, redfm.ie. The Big Red Bench, Saturday and Sunday from 6 pm, Cork's Red FM.